Just wanted to give you a quick warning before you listen to this episode. This one is so far from professional. Uh, there, there's a baby crying in the background. There is stammering because my mind was distracted with her. And I just wanted to give you a heads up. So if you are looking for perfection, just skip right over this one and wait till the next one. But if you are ready to get back into the Make Money Behave episodes and, and just kind of jump back into this journey with me, Go ahead and, and continue listening, and thank you ahead of time for the grace. We'll see you on the other side. Welcome to the Make Money Behave podcast, where we talk about your money, your circumstances, and the small changes in your behavior that will have a big impact on both. My name is Maria Casillas, and I am honored to be your host. Welcome to the Make Money Behave podcast. I'm Maria Casillas, and in today's short episode, we're going to talk about how to quit wasting money being so stinking cheap. But before we do that, I'd like to just say thank you, as well as give you a little bit of background of what's going on in my life right now, mostly because I want to give you some context as to where some of my content is coming from, as well as some of the cute but distracting uh, things that you might be hearing in the background. Oh, like right on cue, she just did that. Uh, First, I want to say thank you. I completely understand that you have lots of options when it comes to who you want to listen to with regard to money and behaviors and wealth building and habits and all of the things that I talk about on this show. So I just... She wants to say thank you too. <laughs> um, okay, so that that's the thank you piece of it. Uh, because if you are listening to this, chances are it's really because you get me. Uh, because you know that I haven't, uh, I had a don't, I do not make any false claims. I am not some millionaire walking around pretending to have all of this money thing figured out. In fact, quite the opposite. There are many times when I in my own, my own humble opinion, completely screw the pooch. Like I mess it up and I'm, <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, what did I do? Why did I do that? But I find a way to pick myself back up and do it again. And uh, I'm going to try to get her to quiet down a little bit. Uh, but anyway, so you know, you know a little bit about my story. If you don't know my story, I do encourage you to go back to the episode one and just kind of listen to that. Um, just get an idea of who I am and why I do what I do. The second thing I wanted to do is give you a little bit of context as to what's going on right now. As you may have just heard, there was a little bit of uh, cooing going on in the background. And that is my almost seven-month-old. If you've heard any of my recent podcasts, which really kind of ended a few months ago because of her, um, you'll hear that I, I recently had this baby and she kind of took over and I haven't been, I have not been doing my due diligence to hop on here and do this as consistently as I'd like to offer for you. So today I actually was like, okay, I, I don't want to, I don't want to wait anymore. I want to just do this. I want to hop on the phone and do a quick recording and I know it's not going to be perfect, <laughs> and, but but I want to do it. <laughs> She's obviously very excited. Uh, but anyway, I, I got her down for a nap so that I could do this because let's get real. No one wants to hear a cooing baby in the background. And if you're still listening to this, God bless you. I mean, that just means you're sticking with me, even though all of this crazy stuff is going on. Um, but I did get her down for a nap and I started to pick up the thing to record. And of course she woke up again. And I, that's exactly what's been happening every time I go to pick up for the last three months. So this time I thought, you know what? I guess what's one more day? After three months, what's one more day? 
And then I realized, no, that's not okay. Don't wait one more day. Don't, don't allow the, the lack of things being the way I want them to be in, to stop me from doing what I want to do. And so I picked her up and put her on my hip. And here I am talking to you amongst all of the cooing in the background. So again, I appreciate you being patient with that. And um, if I get lots of feedback from you guys that there's no way you can ever listen to that again, I will do my best to find another way to do this. But in the meantime, I appreciate you allowing me to bring her along for the ride. The lesson that I want you to hear from that is to not wait until everything is perfect before you do something. Yes. I know you wanted, so you just might be a future podcaster, who knows? I think she has a lot to say to you. Um, anyway, okay, so let's hop into today's topic so that I can not have you listen to this little one the whole rest of the day. In fact, I think I'm going to hit pause real quick and see if I can get her to just settle down a little bit so that she's not quite as distracting in the background. Just a second. Okay, so she's got a toy and hopefully that keeps her a little bit occupied at least for a few minutes so I can just figure finish this out for you. Okay, so today I just want to talk about the idea of being so cheap that we're actually wasting money. One very real example of this from when we were going through the thick of our whole, you know, how how to get rid of our debt thing was grocery shopping. And I don't know about you, but it just seems like food is one of the toughest things to budget when you're trying to figure out how much am I going to need to spend? And, you know, it just, it feels like whether it's in the grocery store or eating out or whatever, really, the the prices just fluctuate so much. And so there were lots of different tricks that we had to do in order to be able to eat on, I want to say we, I actually want to say that about eight nine years ago, we were eating, it was a family of four at the time, and we were eating about $50 a week. That's what I was using on groceries was $50 a week. So I remember having friends who thought that that was absolutely unheard of, but we were making it work. Part of the way that we would make that work was to do kind of like that grocery ad shopping. Now, they did have things back then that they don't really have now in at least in our area. So I'm in Arizona of the United States and in our area that back then they had things like coupon matching and ad matching and that kind of thing. So they would take any coupon and they would double it up to a dollar and then they would also do ad matching. So there were some places that if you got all of the ads together, you could go to one store and, you know, get all of the different sales from different stores. But there were some times when there were certain stores that had, you know, some amazing deals that, that other stores would not necessarily honor. And so I would have all of these different lists, like here's store one, store two, store three, etc. And here are the things that are available at these other stores. Here's where we can make the coupons go farther, dot, dot, dot. It was a full-time job, first of all. So that's something I'll talk about in just in a minute. But before I talk about the full-time job piece of it, I just want to talk about the money side of it. Really... I'm not quite sure how much money people save doing this because 
if you factor in just the gas to get to the different stores that you're going to, it sometimes is not worth any of the actual savings that you're making um, by, you know, buying buying those strawberries for a dollar a pound versus two dollars a pound. You know, you feel really good about it because you're like, oh, that was half off, but you just spent three dollars getting to that store. So I just want to caution you that when you're in the thick of things and it feels like you've got to do everything you can to save as much money as possible. It's easy to kind of keep your mind focused on that goal rather than the overall goal of not wasting a ton of money. So I just want to want to throw that out there for you. I had to hit pause again because she was getting fussy. And so now just public service announcement, she's back in my arms, but I'm, I'm towards the end of this, so it shouldn't be too much longer. Uh, just wanted to address real quick that the uh, topic of time, because a lot of times when we're doing some of those things that we think are just saving us a ton of money, like coupon clipping, for example, or, you know, trying to um, negotiate that 45 cent charge that was on the credit card that we just don't see where that came from or stuff like that. It sounds like, well, I'm trying to get every penny back that that is due to me. And it sounds good. It sounds like we are, you know, working towards getting all of the all of our ducks in a row and so on and so forth. However, if you spend too much time doing those things that are saving you pennies, instead of taking that time to go and learn a new craft or add value to somebody's life or, uh, you know, you could go out and, and create a whole new business if you want to with that extra time. And then you're actually starting to make more money rather than feeling like you have to just use all of that time to save a little bit of money. So those are the two sides of the coin. Um, I, it's, I've been back and forth with this in my head so much that I'm hoping that I'm that I had mentioned everything that's in my head, but in in a nutshell, the first side of the coin is that you don't want to waste money going to try to save all this little bit of money to be cheap. And the other side is you don't want to use up your precious time that you could be using to earn a whole bunch of money and actually go out and, um, you know, waste that time just trying to save pennies. So, all right. I appreciate your patience with this whole process, trying to get back into the swing of things. And I look forward to hearing from you. If you would send me a quick email, my email address is maria at cashinonchange.com. And you can let me know some of the topics that you're hoping to hear about because that's where I actually really love getting my content is from what you have going on and what I have going on in my own life. So I believe that experience is one of the best teachers and I also believe very strongly in vicarious learning which basically means that you learn from watching someone else's screw ups so I like to be the person who screws up for you and if you can learn from my mistakes then you know I've done my job and you don't have to go through the same heartache that I had to go through Uh, that is it for today you guys I appreciate everything and look forward to a smoother episode next time. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.